Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Does your fin- Good morning to you, hogfanatic.com. This segment brought to you by Dr. Lance Forbes, Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. The Oxyokin in the Amanas, Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Big Dog Satellite, Internet and Solar, don't call an 800 number. Call Kevin and his crew at Big Dog, a premier dish authorized retailer at 338-6600. Supo's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROWS. GT Carr and his great crew at Supo's Siding and Remodeling. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for cars. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. And Patrick Eads and his staff on Mormon Trek at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. Here's Tom Souter and from hawkfanatic.com, Pat Hardy. We are here. We're ready. Pat's going to bring it on like any other day ever. Yeah. Go. And, and we will uh, have a slight interruption when the, uh, Shatner lives off. Cool. Yeah. And I go lay out on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> That'll take probably 15, 20 minutes, won't it? Is he going to say, Mr. Sulu, no, take us out? carry it for 15 or 20 minutes. Doesn't he look good for 90? Yeah. He looks, he looks good for 80 good. or 70. Yeah. Do you think Sulu's name will come up during the lunch? <laughs> no. You think he'll score up there? Wasn't he always... <laughs> well... Wasn't he always landing alien babes during yes. the show? Oh, yeah. I never watched it, but my, I remember my brother always joking about it. I mean, he'd get aliens and humans that, yeah. or aliens that look like humans. Yeah. And he was always bagging them. Yeah. Or whatever you call it. Yeah. That's the proper way to say so it. On the, you, so you, you think, yeah, on the radio? Bagging them. <laughs> it's better than the alternative. So, Hey, running back commitment. I think yeah. he committed at midnight last night. Tyler said, he, I wake up today at 6.30, and Tyler, who, who's working full-time with another job now, was committing about a running back committing to Iowa, and he did it. I think he did it so late that even the recruiting hardcores were maybe not ready for it. What's his name? Caleb Johnson. Caleb Johnson. Three-star running back from Ohio who had been previously committed to Cal. This is two running backs in this class. Don't you think it's safe to say Liddell Betts is having some success? Yes, I think what I think that was a really good hire by Kirk and got a four-star running back from Florida, a three-star running back from Ohio, and of course you need two running backs. They may stagger their classes. One, but Johnson six-one, one two hundred already. Who knows? He may come in like Anthony Hitchens came in as a running back. Remember, mm-hmm. you never know. Mm-hmm. With I mean, it just looks like they got a good athlete. He had Michigan State. I. Th- I had offered, Iowa State had offered. Yeah, so. he had some good offers. Yeah, had some good offers. Yep. So it's the 11th member to the um, 
22 class, second running back. So, yeah, and I, I, I think he did announce it at like midnight last night. So I'm guessing we would be done at running back for the, for the year. I would think so unless maybe some of these guys that are being called running back now, maybe Iowa has different plans. Maybe Iowa sometimes says, you know, if Come we get in, these three D-back. running backs in here, I guarantee you we can turn this guy into a star D-back. I mean, I, uh-huh. I could see that. That happens. So you never know. You never know. So. so good news, uh, yeah, and I imagine we'll see uh, another commit or two out of that huge group we had. I mean, at some point, Saturday. I mean, I, um, yeah, I mean, they had a lot of, a lot of, and a lot of those were players that were already committed, and some of those were players that probably will never get offered. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the number is, I mean, it was a big weekend, so we'll see. I mean, I obviously everyone's waiting for what Wampa is that how you pronounce his last name? Wampa. Uh, uh, X, <laughs> Xavier. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's Wampa. I think Wampa. That's how I, yeah, um, and he obviously didn't commit on, while he was here. But I've heard from the people who covered a lot more closely than I do that he wants to take all his official visits and and then announce that. Uh, well, I would too. But we'll see. I never say never with recruiting. Nothing surprises me when it happens or when it doesn't happen. So with that kind of atmosphere, we've got a wrestling commit, a basketball commit, and they've one, gotten like four, one football commit. They've gotten here. like four wrestling commits over the last um, week or so. I, I mean, they've been, they've been on a roll. They, they have. Yeah, well, um, they did win the national championship in the Big Ten, so yeah, that's, well, that should help. Yeah, that's Iowa wrestling. I mean, they, they kind of recruit the way Kentucky and North Carolina and Duke do in basketball. Does in basketball. Yeah. So. But I think one was from Southeast Polk. Another was from Des, was Des Moines-Lincoln, maybe. Interesting, getting a lot of kids out of the, the Des Moines area. So, so the Southeast Polk kid, he was the number one ranked recruit in the at state. A, at a number, I guess he was number one ranked at 120 pounds nationally, yeah. from what I read. At his weight nationally. So, I mean, can't do better than that. No. Man, I remember when I weighed 120 pounds. I was putting I, on like my little league uniform. <laughs> I haven't weighed 120 pounds since probably I'm trying to maybe sixth sixth grade, maybe fifth grade. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm you know I'm six foot 200 right now. I I grew ne- I grew pretty steady. I was five nine five. You know, I mean, yeah. But I'm trying to think of the when I, last time I would have weighed 120 pounds. Well, for me, it would have been. Uh... Just before my junior year in high school. Oh, that's right. You were really short, right? I would, well, I was about, well, in seventh grade, I was 70 pounds. God, I would have investigated <laughs> your parents for abuse. <laughs> yeah. Did they feed you? That's just little. I think I weighed 100. And, I used to uh, run when I went to school here. I think I was down run to where? like 100. Like down the halls? No, like on the team, run across campus. No, I'd run. I would get up in the morning and I'd run across campus every morning. Across what campus? Across the campus. I would go from uh, Reno Hall. Oh, you're talking about when you were at I thought you were talking yeah. about when you were in high school. I'm like, no. what are you talking about? No, I didn't do anything. So you ran from Reno to where? To uh, Governor. So was that your exercise, kind of? You were getting someplace, but also yeah. exercising at the same yeah, time? Yeah, I was exercising. But not go. back? You just ran Reno to governor, but not back? Well, yeah, I had to come back. Did Andy run with you? <laughs> huh? Did Andy run with you? No. No. <laughs> no, I think a lot of the bad habits I picked up, did, other than one, did he ever was, make, was Andy. Did he ever make tacos for you? Huh? Did he ever make tacos for you? Like when you were... Not with meat. <laughs> No, 
That's too bad. You could have had a tasty taco right there in your dorm room. Although it would have been hard probably to make the shells. Couldn't get anything in the fridge. Oh, okay. You know what was in that fridge? Progress. Yeah, that's what it was. There you go. Hello. Hello. What is this deal with John Gruden? Um, he's uh, he's, he's a, a racist, racist homophobe. Yeah, pretty but, self-explanatory. Yeah, just, just read his emails. Misogynist. Yeah. 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 It, but did this happen recently? No. No. Was this that ten years ago? Two thousand eleven, like between two thousand ten and eleven, I believe. And so, how, what did cause the I think emails? It, to be, it ran. It, I mean, it's been running. It started. It, yeah, it, it's gone all the way to eighteen, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But what caused these? E- I haven't read it closely. What the New what, York Times? Were, I know they did a story, but what led them to do this? They were doing a story on Dan Schneider. That's right. That's right. And okay. uh, the owner of the Redskins. Uh, yes. Yeah. What yeah. are they now? The really? Washington Just Football, football team. Yeah. The they Washington haven't football got a team. name. Okay. Yeah, so the Washington football team. So they were doing a story on that. Okay, that's right. And that's where they discovered all of these yeah. emails. You know, one, the one when it came out, I, yeah. would, I would have been willing to, but there's just too many. No, it's, it's, it's I mean, hundreds. But how come it's taken them so long to do anything about it? Well, because, because there were emails in a private conversations that unless somebody was doing something like Captain said, they would never have probably come out. Well, and that's kind of the sad thing because he's communicating with a lot of people in the NFL. He's communicating with his uh, cohorts at the time at ESPN, mm-hmm. and nobody said, this isn't right. I mean, they ignored it no you're right a lot of people and it makes you wonder how many more types of emails like that are out there yeah and mm-hmm. and what the emails coming back at him said mm-hmm. you know no, good point yeah so so i, I mean yeah, it, but should we be digging up the past and just let forget about it or what no we should dig well, up those the, days are gone well, his yeah. past is already dug yeah. up so uh, yeah uh, as far as i i mean you don't just want to start doing search and destroy missions if there's something that comes up or you have reason to maybe want to investigate it, but no i mean you don't just start digging up everybody's past but this now. this crap's been going on for a well, long yeah. time and back in the old days they just sh- you know for the most part push it under the rug yeah but no i'm surprised i like i like it up I, and they thought the heck with it so i like his he, personality he's a good coach i did, thought he was doing fairly well at the raiders but well oh, decent oh well Okay, well, I guess you better watch what you say. Well, how do you work? What you type? Yeah, you know, the first team to have a a gay player. How do you work for him then? Or uh, and you know, a lot of the team is black. Well, he pretty much covered the whole. He pretty much covered covered everything. I mean, he didn't leave anything out. No, and women. How do you? You know, they shouldn't be on the sideline. Or it's just. Remember, his nickname is Chucky, but he may be worse than Chucky. Yeah, although Chucky killed people, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh well. He's not worth Okay, guys, well, have a good day. And We're all just talking wet. at the same time. We'll try, Hi, Karen. <laughs> right, Is he worse than Chucky? Uh, that's his nickname. You, you know, know I've never a, seen one of those things. I saw the one with one of the sisters. Oh, God, what was the one? One of the very first ones. She was the sisters that are actors, and I can't remember their um That's going to drive me crazy. You know, I don't think you go after... Uh, you know, just go on a witch hunt after everybody's no, email no. or anything like can't that. Do that. Um, but obviously, these were public. Well, you don't think other you don't think people are going to react to this and be like, "Oh, wow, what do you think?" Maybe this. I well, think there's probably eyes are open now, and yeah. there's maybe reporters and me, and there's probably things in the works now because everything has a domino effect. Yeah. 
I just was, he seemed like a pretty good guy, but you know, that's because I only saw him on performing on TV. Yeah. He was a good analyst. He was a good analyst. Mm-hmm. He was a good coach. And he seemed like, for the most part, a good person, family man. But some of those were just, I mean. He didn't apologize either. He just said, I'm sorry if I hurt anybody. But he didn't say I shouldn't have said it. No. Yeah, and he sure didn't like Roger Goodell, did yeah. he? No. No. Hello. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a late update. I think that was Meg Tilly. Meg, that's right. Meg Tilly. Thank you. Yeah. Thank what, you. What about See, Meg they, Tilly? Chucky. We're, let's get back to Chucky. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Screw Gruden. What about she, you Meg know the, Tilly? You know the Chucky movies? Uh, yeah, I never saw. I've them, never but... saw them either, other than like ten. And she was kind of hot in the movie yeah. meg telly yeah she was like the controller of chucky what was he a mean doll or something he was uh yeah or like an no a, he was a puppet and he was mean uh, yes yeah he was on twitter all the time <laughs> he was ripping the hell he out got of banned people. though didn't he yeah well eventually but before that he was ripping the hell out of people <laughs> but um yeah meg telly that's you right. know that'd be a good That'd be a good movie. That'd be a good movie. Good movie? Where, you know, it's just Chucky and a keyboard. That would just be, ripping. Just ripping people? Yeah. But Gruden, I mean, like Stephen A. Smith, I think it was, who said yesterday, and Steve, I'll give Stephen A. Smith credit. He was willing to forgive him and move on after the one, because there was a gap between all of them coming out and the first one that came out about Demora Smith. Stephen A. Smith, who's black, said he was willing to forgive him for that and move on and give him a second chance. But when the other ones came out, I think I heard him yesterday. Somehow I saw it on Twitter. Said he's done. I mean, he. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. He's, as far done. as I mean, he could probably go. Someone joked that he could probably go work in politics or or. Yeah. I, he's oh, I'm, he, sure he could. oh, there are there's already people rallying behind cancel culture and people bringing up the point. How does Antonio Brown and some of these players that have committed some bad things off the field why are they allowed to play and Gruden's not I mean you can argue and debate about that stuff all the time to me a head coach is held yeah. to a standard and those emails just well, and players it's not should like be he's too. not allowed to you got to find somebody that would take him yeah I mean the, the, the Raiders chose Mark Davis chose to not he didn't, didn't want to associate with him anymore and I'm, I respect him for that because Gruden's obviously a good coach mm-hmm. and they were playing well I did they did lose to my beloved Bears um but um yeah, it's just unfortunate. His this will be like Joe Paterno's legacy. This is the first sentence of John Gruden's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. For sure. Biography, yeah. isn't it, or autobiography, or not, this the first sentence or second sentence? I the, mean, I mean, he still had a lot of. You know, he's fifty nine, sixty years old. He could have done. He could have been an active part of this league for another 10, 15 years. He looked to be in good health, but now, what does a guy like that do? What do you think? I mean, he's got. Well, he's look got up his net worth. His money. We did it yesterday. He's got up, between thirty and forty million dollars. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay, that's what I was guessing. And that's and that'll that's go down an, some, though. It's probably an underestimate. Well, he's going to get some from leaving the team, but he's not going to get. Yeah, they didn't he, fire him. Yeah. Some people are saying that he should have been fired. Well, what do you think? Shatner's launch uh, on hold, guys. Uh, oh, come on. Maybe There's, he's panicking. They want him to turn 91 before they go out. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know how... No, uh, he's in there back. Hey, so you know, I got some time. <laughs> he's got like three of the OAN journalists with him. 
You know, when NASA was, would prepare for their launches, you had all these technicians out checking everything out, you know, like bees on a hive. And this thing, there were two old guys just looking at the door and <laughs> yeah. looking at each other, and then they left. Hey, Gary, there's a hole in the door. Let's delay this I thing. mean, honestly, guys, yeah, you're right. Is it weather-related? Yeah, I mean, weather just old guys. Is it weather-related or is uh, it maintenance? Yeah, I think it's weather-related, you know. Okay, so. Yeah, I just, mean, they're going up. And then they're coming right back down. As I said, this is just the Alan Shepard oh, yeah, flight yeah. all over again. Yeah. Does it make you want to watch Apollo 13? No. I've did you like it. that movie? Yeah, I did. It was a good movie. I've seen it more. I thought it was times. real good. Yeah, yeah I th I've seen it more. I got a little claustrophobic after a while. I, they were in that little thing for a long time. But I figured if they could survive it, I, I could survive it. But no, I thought it was, it was just on the other day. It's been on a lot. If lately. you had a chance, would you, would you go up? I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. If I didn't have to pay for it, and I mean, I probably would. It, it seems relatively safe, but let's see. I'd like to see maybe another hundred missions go up before I give it a shot. Yeah. I'm not dying to go up to. See I think space. I'll pass. It's just not something. It's just not something that over appeals to me. Is I mean, I know it's up there, and I hope. I don't even like flying. I I hate flying. So I mean, I, I don't mind flying. It's just it's not any fun anymore. I don't like it's anything point about A to point B fast. Yeah, I don't that's like all Yeah, that's it. I don't like anything about it. Uh -uh. Airports just blow. But I mean, back I, in the day, it used to be great. Yeah. See, I've never. What, what day? Like yeah, the 60s? Yeah, 70s. Yeah. Oh yeah, when you could you could practically bring your own bar on there, right? With guns. Yes, and, and you could smoke, and you'd get syringes big. sticking out of your arm, and they you'd get steak dinners and fried chicken. A bunch I mean, of leg great. room. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't remember those days. The last time I flew, I got like seven or eight peanuts in a bag, and yeah. that was it. Or the really nasty crackers. Yeah. And then a little I, tiny plastic cup of, yeah. of um, pop, and it reminds you of something that somebody would pee in for like a well, that's urine what, test. Yeah, you know it does. You think they share it? Because I said, I, it looks like something you'd pee in for. From Daytona, I said, what do they want a urine test? That's what it seems like. But you're right, though. Flying just is no. It's no. It's no fun anymore. It's just a. Well, it's always been a moneymaker, but now it's just... And your, Steve, your seven peanuts thing, I mean, it's more than that, but it's not much more, not than, much that. more than that. And it was a snack mix, and it was okay, but it was it's nothing. So yeah. in, the, in the 70s, you, they used to literally bring you out a steak? Oh, you, yeah. Was it part of the meal? Part of the ticket, or did you have to pay extra for it? It was part of the ticket. When wow. I went to L.A. back in the 70s, yeah, we had a great meal. Uh-huh. Wow. I mean, just a fantastic meal. How was their room? Do, do they just have obviously less people were flying right i mean there's less people in the world i mean but now was, you don't even have now you can they barely. had less seats for one i mean now they cram as many cram, so seats many i was in coach yeah for it, sure and sitting next to monty hall <laughs> seriously did you make a deal huh he was great i couldn't believe he was in coach <laughs> but he was hey, saving I, money yeah, I was right next to him. I'm sure it'd get expensive flying first class over. Flew and over. Uh, flew uh, from L.A. to uh, Chicago. That is amazing, though. How now it's just nothing like it used to be. I will say that the best flight I ever took was a, a red eye out of San Francisco, flying down to Las Vegas, and this would have been in the 70s, and it was a champagne flight, and there was freaking six people maybe on that, and my friend and I were towards the back in a. The uh, stewardess came back with a tray, a full tray of champagne, set it down next to us and said, have at it, guys. Wow. That's like dying and going to heaven. And we it? did. Oh, 
Oh, Happy Cat is taking us to task in the uh, chat room. Happy Cat is? Yeah. That a, for, that's a good song by the Who. For what? Happy, no, for, happy. for meandering? Uh, for uh, uh, talking about women's looks. What's, I mean, um, what is wrong with complimenting a woman for being attractive? Yeah. I don't. I mean, as long as you're not and, like uh, for our uh, uh, ringing the bell when a woman's weight is so much. I yeah. don't. Yeah. When do you? When have we done that? See, we haven't. What have, you and I haven't. <laughs> what I don't. I'm not. Uh, well, wrong. Tommy and I have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Frequently. But see, here's the thing about it. Um, we don't email it, and we we don't keep it on record. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah. So we're okay. <laughs> But I don't have a. Do you think have a problem just saying that someone's attractive? No, I don't. Do you have a problem with ringing a bell and uh, and blowing a siren when somebody is five uh, two and over uh, two hundred pounds? Uh, that's I would. I can do see that. where some I would people might not enjoy, like. Yeah. That. I wouldn't do that, but that's. Well, but this is your empire. Yeah, you know? that's what this is. Is, a, is an empire. I especially wouldn't have done it like a year ago when I weighed forty pounds more, because then it would have been like the old glass house thing. But no, well, I wouldn't. I'm with Tommy I, and I. It is a glass house. I don't. I, I would not. That's that's you guys. Suter and I have nothing to do. No, with that. we're more positive people. We have stepped we away build, from that. We yes. want to build and you help people. You have nothing to do. Nothing. No, we're more interested in trying to build and help and support people. You and Tommy just want to tear them down and hurt them. And. Like, we have to make sure that you know, that's why we're in this room and you're that's the hurt room. This is the help room. You agree? Tommy likes to have fun when he gets on the air. This is the help room. Hello. Hey, hey I got a really good airline throwback story if you want to hear it. Let's we want to hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, okay. So when I was uh, in grade school, we flew to Washington, D.C., we flew from Iowa City to Midway Airport in a DC-3, and then from Midway to Washington National in a DC-6, a family of four, and we had club seating, meaning, uh -huh. you know, that you're you're sitting looking at your mom and dad. Awesome. And, um, so that was airline comfort, like you described it, Tom. So how long? Because uh, we just did the same. We just flew from Midway to uh, Reagan in D.C. So exactly the same flight. How long did it take you back then? Well, you know, I don't remember, but the, that was a 250 mile an hour airplane, so it's probably two hours, mm -hmm. maybe two and a half. I, I don't recall. I was like second grade, so. Well, I can understand. I Everything was formal. My mother made me put on a coat and tie. So, yeah, it was a little more formal, greater. for sure. Well, you, it's like you look at the old pictures of football, and 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 all the men are wearing top hats. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that was real airline comfort. You'd had a meal and the whole bit. So I don't remember the club uh, seating. That that's cool. That's actually that's a yeah, great in, story. Well, DC six. It is a four-engine radial, you know, piston airplane, gasoline engines, mm -hmm. and uh, of course it's noisier, but and it's slower. But it wasn't. I mean, it was pretty fast for for that mm -hmm. that big an airplane. So well, that's cool. That's and a good memory. DC three was the tail dragger, you know, the uh, two-engine. Two I think it held about twenty-five people, and O'Hare wasn't open yet, so we we went to Midway Airport. Yeah, when did O'Hare open? Wow. 
O'Hare opened in the 60s, didn't it? Did it I, God, I thought it was right uh, longer. Yeah, than late that. 50s or oh. early 60s, yeah. Did not realize that. That was that was a great um, Mayor Daly deal. They extended the, I don't know what they call them in Chicago now, the freeways or whatever. Expressways? They annexed that highway out to where O'Hare was, so O'Hare officially is in the city of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Gotcha. Thanks, man, for sharing the story. Okay. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. That's that's my old guy's story. All right, thanks. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, the tra- the trains you can have club seating on still, and that's that's very cool. So yeah, club seating, steak dinners. I mean, I'm waiting. Someone's yeah. going to call in and say like Charo performed at their seat or something. <laughs> Remember her? You were a yes. big Charo fan, were you? Oh yeah, may I have made her? Suter, were you a Charo fan? I, I I'll take a pass on that one. <laughs> Didn't she always go on Johnny Carson and yeah. yell and scream? Uh, coochie 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 coochie. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. She's still alive. Uh, I think so. What do you think her net worth yeah. is? I, well, if, I'm not positive she's still alive, but I think that she is still alive. How do you spell Charo? C-H-A-R-O. I think. Look, yeah, I'm guessing her net worth is $6 million? Or is that? I'll okay. say $10 million. Okay. I mean, this is just a definite stab in the dark because, I mean, she hasn't. But didn't she used to do stuff like the love boat? and? Yeah, she was. What was she? Was she like a lounge singer? I think, yeah, a lounge performer. Yeah. yeah. Married to Xavier Cougat, a band leader. That's what I remember, but I'm not... She doesn't even have a net worth? I don't know. God, she's in worse shape than Randy Quaid. He at least has a net worth. Well, I can't find... I mean, she doesn't come up? I don't know how to spell her. Well, try it C-H-A-R-R-O. Give her a second R. I've done that, and it just comes up an uh, Elvis Presley movie. <laughs> Hi, Jim. Was she in an Elvis Presley movie? She's still alive. No. Huh? She's still alive. How yeah. do you spell it? That's what I thought. C-H-A-R-O. C-H-A-R-O. Maybe this, maybe this is her on the phone. Hello? Yeah, she came right up here. here. Um, Hello? She's 70. Yeah. Mm, I would have called the other day, like Monday, but we went into town, so... but. 10, 15 years ago, 12, when the opposing team was like down at their 5 or 10 and the crowd would make a lot of noise, the guy, the quarterback would say, you know, I can't hear, I can't hear. So the referee would stop mm-hmm. it. Right. They'd put an announcement out, you know, that, uh, you know, like quiet down or you'll be penalized. When did that go away? I was going to say, I think it was longer ago than 10 Harbaugh, years. Harbaugh but, did it here. Yeah. Harbaugh was the one who drew the Iowa of Iowa fans back in 85. 85, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure when that. I, I can't remember I, I either. I can't recall but, for sure when it did, but Harbaugh was the one who made it really kind of famous here at Kinnick because he refused to go yeah, at times I remember that. in that 85 game, and the fans just got louder and louder. Yeah. <laughs> But no, that's what fans do, and this is a well. This is a good segue to the Penn State Iowa issue, which is we can talk about that now. I'm because, like I said, I was saw another side of Kirk Ferentz yesterday that Uh we don't know, and I I for one thought it was kind. I thought it was kind of neat. I like. I get both sides have their stories, and both sides are going to believe in what they want. Penn State people are pissed, and rightfully so. We'd be pissed if it was the other way around. But Ferentz's teams don't ever fake injuries that I can recall. And I know there were some legitimate injuries by Penn State. It was obvious there were at it least was obvious. two. But there were also, it was obvious a couple of times, for some reason, they were just doing that. And the fact that Tyler Barnes worked under James Franklin and Kirk knows all about the codes. and everything, To me, it's both things can be true. Some guys can be hurt, but I think it was obvious they were faking injuries. But I just can't figure out why, because nobody moves more methodically than Iowa. 
Charo's worth more than uh, the coach. Sixty million. Charo is. Yes. And she's only seventy. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, I don't believe that. Thanks, caller, if you're still on. But, but um, sixty million. Yeah, and she's younger than me. I don't think so. She might still be. Still well, then be she hot, started Steve. what when she's fourteen? How is she worth sixty million? <laughs> How many lounges did she say in? Well, Xavier Cougat did well. Yeah. Two. Okay, I've never heard of him. He was way older than her, and he died. Oh, left her. Probably left her. So what, he was like a big band leader? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's like a Tommy Dorsey type guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. 60 million. Wow. Yeah. Coochie. Coochie, coochie, coo. I mean, yeah, (laughs) I guess. Wow. Who would have thought? But but yeah, back to the Penn State stuff. I mean, I, I normally Kirk would just move on, but... Kirk wanted this out there. Kirk's, I mean, basically, Kirk defended the Iowa fans. He kind of, he didn't dismiss the Penn State injury at quarterback, but he wasn't going to fall into this narrative, oh, it really helped us, it really helped us. This was a different side of Kirk that we don't, normally Kirk says everything politically correct. He says everything that you want to hear publicly. When sometimes I say to myself, is that really what he means? This time he said what he what he feels. Mm-hmm. I think he thought it was, you know, the co- the, the coaches were, Yelling on the sideline, LeVar Woods, I, sp- I believe he's the coach who collapsed to the ground to kind of mock what they were doing. Yes. I thought there was at least three or four. There was one where one of the Penn State players literally got up, ran off the field, and then the, the moment that next play ended, he was sprinting back on the field. Maybe he had a, a, a temporary stinger poked in the eye, or so, but there were just too many of those yeah, to where was, it looked suspect. <clears throat> they were talking about it. Uh, they were calling it a fake. It, yeah, it looked obvious that it was fake, and I just couldn't figure out why they were doing it. But like Don Patterson said, Monday, most of the times they did it was after Iowa had a substantial They're game. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, it just it just made little sense. But the fact that Tyler Barnes worked under Franklin in thirteen and knew all about their coding, the the scuba and all that stuff, to me that was just another piece that Kirk had. And Kirk came out and said, hey, listen, I'm going to defend our fans, yeah. and this is why they booed, and I support them in this case. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Because what I wrote, yeah, what I wrote, Iowa doesn't have a rival in football. I mean, everyone wants to think it's Wisconsin or Minnesota. No, Wisconsin and Minnesota are rivals. They've been their main rival for years. Indiana has Purdue. Michigan has Ohio State. Michigan State has Michigan. Illinois has Northwest. Iowa doesn't really have a rival, so maybe what Kirk's doing before he retires is he's trying to make Penn State Iowa's rival because this has certainly lit a fire. Well, they've uh, we've had a, a spirited... 13-7. Uh, and seven. It's 14-17. Yeah. and 17. Yeah. Penn State is clinging to a 17-14 to 14 advantage in the series. It's very competitive. And Penn State doesn't really have a rival. Pittsburgh, yeah. I mean, they don't. So I think this is perfect. And Kirk is helping to fuel that. But I did see somebody tweeted, some, some Penn State writer wrote that he's disappointed in Ferentz and Iowa fans. And I'm, yes. I'm like, whatever. Whatever. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think the fans did smell a rat. I think it was obvious on some that Penn State was doing this. And like I keep going back to, the stuff at Vanderbilt with Tyler Barnes, you can't ignore that. No. You just can't ignore that. So. That's kind of how I feel on that. I and I have I don't really have a problem with Kirk showing this side. He's mm-hmm. basically showing that yeah he can be a little feisty too. Or somebody said on my Twitter thing, salty, calling him salty yeah. Kirk. And we've seen this, you know. I mean, we saw it with Michigan State. Was it ten years ago? Oh, the faking injury. Yes. Oh, it happens oh, all yeah. the time. No, this is an ongoing trend. And and LSU. And what I find interesting is they do it now during this age of TV timeouts. God, half the time, these players spend so much time standing on the field. I don't know why they would ever have to um, 
fake like they're injured or I mean, I, I, or if they're faking an injury because they're fatigued. I don't know how you could be fatigued with as many it's stoppages. No, I agree. There are in games now because of TV. Now we're bringing it. Cheaters. Penn State. Yeah. Yeah, and I did notice some. People bringing up the stuff with Sand that has nothing to do with it. Well, that, that has no. nothing, nothing to do, do with it. It doesn't I have anything to do it, with no, that team. It has nothing to do with anything. No, you got to move on from that stuff. I mean, that, James Franklin. None of those people were there. They, all those people are gone. That this is completely different. This is more sports. No, this had nothing this is, to do with that. No, you can't. Yeah, this is drag on the back. field type stuff. Yeah. I just was surprised that Kirk just went out of his comfort zone and, and said something. Okay, that, well, well, how old is he now? 66. Six. He's okay. four years younger than Charles. People. <laughs> you think he realizes that? If they win, I may tell him He that. doesn't have as much money as Charles. Look him up. Are you serious? Should I tell I him that? He... If they win, I may tell him that. You yeah, know, Kurt, you know. You may be the highest paid employee in this state, but you realize you don't. You don't have half as much money as Charles. I bet he has. I'm guessing Kirk's thirty-five million ish, right around there. He's yeah. He's but if it's it would be better though if he's less than half because then that's how you could present it to him. Sixteen million. Oh, oh, good God! Barely a. That's not even a third. No, no, no. That seems low, doesn't it? He gives away a lot. Well, did you say Charles was sixty? 60, 60 million. million? So 60 that's almost million. that's more closer to a quarter of yeah. what Charo has. Yeah. You could really put him down. Kirk's yeah. got nothing. <laughs> Kirk has got nothing. You could really put him in his place with Charo. Well, what's his face? Uh, uh, Groovin. Nothing. Gruden? Nothing. At 30 million. Who? He's half of Charo. Okay, here's this. He's chopped. Do you think Kirk has heard of Charo? Yes. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm sure he well, has. Yeah, Definitely. Because she was that popular at one yes, point, Yes, right? she was on Carson all the time. And, and the Love Boat. And the Love Boat. And, and there weren't 7,000 channels. Sure. There were yeah. five. Yeah. So she was on Carson Four all the time. Five. Screaming. Yeah. Who screamed more, her or Joanne Worley? Uh, Charles. Okay. Hello. We made somebody wait um, through that. <laughs> on, a set of, on a set of downs when we were just getting going good, I think... Goodson had like a 16-yard run, uh-huh. and then that big play, big player for Penn State, he's the one that went down, and I swear he ran off faster than anybody before when he got up. But, oh, I did uh, notice Kirk, that a couple he, times, too, how fast he, they ran off the field. And, yeah, I, and you're Kirk, right, though. It happened after a, a big run. And number one was egregious. Yeah. I just, it was just and, a weird uh, strategy. Kirk, Kirk pulled his mic to the side, and he got in an official's ear. So it's. It, which is very not loudly, but which is very rare, because he must have, you know, and never forgot that play. That's why. Yeah. So no, I mean, Kirk was up. obviously frustrated. Everybody was. Yeah. Speaking of airlines, I weigh. I'm six foot, two hundred and forty-five pounds. I don't know how anybody else bigger than me gets in all those seats. <laughs> you don't know what? No, I didn't hear you. I, I don't know how anybody bigger than me can get in an airline seat. Yeah, they I mean, are. I mean, they're, it's a problem. It's a pro. They're tiny. It, it, you know, and people aren't afraid to fly. They're afraid to be locked in a tin can, you know, like sardines, I think. It's not the height. It's just. Well, it's just everything about it. Yeah. Security, yeah, I, every I, parking. And just, when you do get next to, to a really big person, it, it's tremendously uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I. I know somebody that won't fly because they ended up staying on the runway for two hours. Oh, I've had that. Yeah, I've had that happen. That. I've had that happen. It's just, it's, oh, it's excruciating. Scare me. It's excruciating. Huh. So did I get two bells or three? 
Oh, you got a, a series of them. Yeah. Series. I'm proud of that. Yeah, you I like should. eating. And Steve didn't have the like siren. Sex. Now I like eating. <laughs> so, so. Have a good day, guys. Okay. You know, it's all in fun. It, you know, we don't mean, we don't want to hurt anybody. What are you talking about now? Our ringing the bell. Of somebody. Oh, I've moved on from that. Right. Was, okay, Chucky. You know, you guys just continue crushing dreams. That's fine. <laughs> the dream crusher. <laughs> no, Shatner's countdown's back on. Okay. 11 minutes. All right. Remember, we do have callers. We have... Um, <laughs> Sa- oh, Sasha. you don't know this. We have yeah, Iowa Sa- tennis coach Sasha Schmidt and Iowa tennis star Alexa Noel calling in on both numbers oh, cool. at ten o'clock to promote the. They have they're hosting a big tennis event and Shatner will be up in space by then. Oh yeah, and back down. Yeah, <laughs> he's older than the Stones. <laughs> a lot older than the Stones. Yeah. Oh, Shatner, way older. I yeah. still can't believe he's ninety years old. I think this is this the first Jewish guy in space. Oh, I, I think doubt so. it. Jeff Bezos isn't Jewish? I don't think he... I don't know. I don't know either. Because he's rich? Yep. Because he's rich? <laughs> Most of my friends from college were Jewish. Yeah. And rich. But it really wasn't there. It wasn't on their account. It was because of... They they were born into nice, nice circumstances. And a lot of them, I'll give them credit, took what they had and made it better. I mean... Yeah. But no, I actually... Um, it was just weird. I mean, Drake had a lot of Jewish people from chicago who went to drake and my dorm floor it just he so is happens, not jewish he's not my dorm floor it just so happens that probably three-fourths of the people on my dorm floor and I, what's funny you talk about everything i was born and raised a catholic i got along better with most of the jewish guys on my floor than anyone else. and it just didn't matter it just no you know, it, stuff, it just no, didn't it stuff shouldn't. Like, and some of them were really bad practicing jews i mean they they just you know they were jews in name only <laughs> me well, well, Steve's got it down. Now he's not practicing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know I'm not. But that's good. one of the neat things about college, though, not to sound corny. You meet new, you meet new and different people from different... Jan well, knows more about being Jewish than I do. Jan's she studied Jewish? it. No. And at one time... Jan's a shiksa. Yeah. Oh, okay. She at one time studied it, and we got married a uh, second time in Jewish. And, okay. But I don't, I don't know. I, I like corned beef. I... Sometimes do yeah. I, I, and I? I couldn't eat not it regularly, me. and I like. I'm bacon. not crazy about it. <laughs> I do love bacon. I like bacon. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Tom, Captain Steve. Yeah. It's lonely old Grandpa Dirk. Hi, lonely old Grandpa Dirk. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, I, I feel compelled to call in because a little bit ago, I heard Hardy say that Iowa doesn't have a rival, and. I got to tell you, he said a lot of stupid, stupid things on air. That may be the dumbest thing he has ever uh, said. Whatever, Dirk. Yeah, whatever. Get out there and let you talk about it. Well, you have a good day. Yeah. What a miserable human being. Yikes. I said what I said, and I stick with it. Whether he likes it or not, I couldn't care less. Well, I will say in my head, we So have... who does he believe the rival is? I'm just curious. He didn't stick around to give us his wisdom. Who, who's his rival? Illinois. In my head, it's uh, Wisconsin, and and I can see that. And but they, Wisconsin and Minnesota are the traditional rivals to each other. Yes, that's all I'm saying. Although, if you talk to today's Wisconsin fans, not as much. They 
you know, Minnesota hasn't done anything they haven't done enough, but, in but 60 is, years. They're the traditional rivals. Yes, you're right. So, but that's all that's No, all you saying. were right about that. I think that. Iowa, Penn State would be interesting. And Penn State doesn't have a rival. But it's just an opinion. And, you know, he can shove it. You know, <laughs> no, boys. Well, no, he's the one who called in and <laughs> said it. And I'm sure he's back there laughing. I don't, I just move on. Just seriously move on. So now, do we want to take a little break, or do we want to well, we've got, hang oh, we on got until seven, Sh- well, Shatner got, yeah, is we'll, off? We'll, so are we going to take a break before we have the... We'll take a break, yeah. Well, we don't have to. I don't care. Well, either. the break will be Shatner. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll what, take, what's the countdown on that? It's now uh, seven, seven. Uh, minutes, 20 seconds. Till it, till till it, it launches? Yeah. Or to, I mean, is he in the thing the, right now? Yes. We're, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Take us out, Mr. Sulu. Yeah. Think he'll say that? <laughs> and how long are they supposed to be up in the air? Uh, it depends on if it's successful. <laughs> what do you mean? So we could have, are you talking we are going to have an Apollo 13? You know, seriously, I mean, it is kind of scary. Oh, sure. I mean, he something could obviously night, go wrong. He was on last night on CNN with, uh, with Anderson. And, uh, he made Anderson laugh uh, yeah, a couple goes, of times. He goes, well, at rehearsal, and Anderson goes, this is real life. You know, and he started, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Don't you think though his his people have checked it out? I mean, I mean. Well, I would think that this is. This how is, nervous would you uh, be if you were him right now? Well, I don't like flying. I don't so either. I would be nervous. I'd be more worried about losing oxygen or something. I don't like that. know Not about that I would be shaky or anything like that if I decided to go or cabin pressure, be, yeah. something like that. That's what. I mean, be, these babies do blow up. Oh, yeah. I know. I mean, yeah, without yeah. question. I mean, what was it? The one in '86 was that the Challenger? Challenger, yeah. uh-huh. And then, of course, you have Apollo 13, and there's been no. There's, I mean, space yeah. is risky. Yeah. That's why I wouldn't do it. Uh, yeah, I, I have no need. Yeah, no, I have no need, just like rock climbing. Some people love well, it. Well, I don't understand, you know, I don't understand Space Force. I mean. I don't either. What do you mean, Space Force? Oh, no, my. Well, you got NASA, uh, and then you've got, you know, the Air Force. Why do you need, what, is, what does Space Force do? Oh, is that the one that Trump created? Is yeah. that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. That's an extension of NASA. That's, That's too... NASA on steroids, isn't it? Well, I mean, if there was somebody up there shooting at us or something, but there's nobody up there. We, so that, we know, that we know of. Yet. That we know of. Well, that we know of, but I mean. Did you see the World of Worlds that came out? Did you see Spielberg's yeah. version? Yeah. What did you think of it? It was I a little gross. I, yeah. Way too much. I mean, once I realized that they were sucking the innards of us out for. I just. The whole. I did not like the scene with Tim Robbins in the basement either. That got uh, that got a little old. I, I got. I mean, I can't watch any of those movies anymore after watching Signs because Signs was so <laughs> stupid. I did think War of the oh, Worlds wow. was interesting at the beginning when they landed. Yeah. Came, I thought that was. Did you ever see it, Tom? Oh yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. The heavens just opened yeah, up again. No, I can hear it. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. I can. How much are we supposed to get? A lot. A lot I would have to. My grass was dead three weeks ago. Now I have to mow again. My backyard's <laughs> green again. It's yeah. amazing how what a little water can do. Yeah, yeah, and you can it hear is it coming down. It sure is. Yeah. Well, so um, I hope we don't lose the the satellite <laughs> with the rain. Well, so now it so stopped. Far. Four and a half minutes. Yeah. Now it stopped, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Four and a half minutes. Till... That's how it was driving in, though. Like I said, when I turned on to Sioux Road. I thought there was a point where well, I was cars, going to have to... Cars then, were hydroplaning. By the time I was at the end of Sioux Road, it had, stopped, it had stopped raining altogether. I came out Sand Road. I was earlier, and it was 
man, it was crazy. And if cars didn't have their headlights on, you couldn't see them. Yeah, it, it was coming down real hard. Why don't we take, uh, we'll take a break and go to the countdown and then uh, we'll. And I gave them the number for the, the 16th, but I gave yeah. the 354 1242, right? Yeah. Okay, and if something doesn't work, they can always reach me through my phone. Okay. Okay, we will be uh, back. Under four minutes. Uh, if my eyes have not failed me because that screen's a little far away. Kristen, hmm. as we, you know, Taking what Miles was just saying there, too, about, you know, how different this is from what people may imagine, sort of like probably how a doctor feels about watching a medical show, um, this is still a really important moment. And I find it interesting that these last two flights, right, are breaking their own records. We had Wally Funk, who at 82, you know, was the oldest. And we have William Shatner at 90. Um, how much of that interest, right, is coming from the way that these launches have been crewed? Well, Sorry, I think Kristen, it's very deliberate, right? These, these billionaire owners of these companies, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, they are acutely aware of the criticism that has been coming their way from, from much of the population, accusing them of just going on these joyrides into space uh, and just taking money from these very, very wealthy patrons. So they are very deliberately trying to cast these crews, if you will, uh, with somebody like William Shatner, who would get a lot of people excited, with someone like Willie, Wally Funk, who so deserved a seat on there as one of those Mercury 13 uh, astronauts, so to speak, who never got to fly in space. Uh, so Jeff Bezos, I believe, very aware uh, of the criticism that's coming his way. But he believes, along with Elon Musk and Richard Branson, uh, that they are doing something that is ultimately going to better all of humankind. It's just these very wealthy patrons that they believe have to pave the way. And one measure of the fact that this is a business as we approach T-minus two minutes to, to launch is all the various ways to observe it. Uh, this is a drone shot uh, around. Yeah. Uh, y y you know, this, this is a company wants to show it as it happens. What's happening right now, in fact, I can think you could see it there in this shot, is uh, the tower connection to the capsule to the rocket is being pulled back. These are all part of the rocket's built-in checks and steps pre-launch. Again, as we approach just about uh, a minute and a half here. Uh, Commander Hatfield, what's happening inside that capsule right now as these final checks go into place? Well, all eight eyeballs in there have just flicked over to watch that, uh, that walkway pull away. Because this this is for real now. This is no longer talking about it. Uh, this is this is opening night, and uh, so everybody's watching that and and, uh, and recognizing. Wow, I got one minute left on Earth. Uh, hopefully, everything's about to go well. All right, let's listen in to Mission Control as we go through the final in three, T two, one. T minus one minute. You heard it there. Let's listen. And there you can just see slightly there the gimbling engine at the base of the rocket. All right, everybody, Chris Boss has Glenn DeVries, Audrey Piles, and William Shatner are about to go where very few humans have gone before. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to launch this rocket. Godspeed, New Shepard.
minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, command engine start, 2, 1. Speedometer. They are gaining speed on their climb to space. We have confirmed max Q. This is when the, the, the aerodynamic stresses on the vehicle were at their maximum. Thank you again, everybody, for joining us live for New Shepard's second human flight with Audrey Powers, William Shatner, our customers, Glenn DeVries, and Chris Bosshausen on board. They are well on their way to space so far. A nominal flight, a clean burn on our Blue Engine 3. New Shepard giving them a beautiful flight to space this morning. The rocket is climbing towards an altitude. We're aiming just over the Karman line, the internationally recognized line of space of 100 kilometers. That is about 328,000 feet. And a gorgeous view down the rocket. And now we've had main engine cut off. The BE-3 engine has shut off. And in just a moment, we're going to separate the capsule from the booster. And at that point, our astronauts will have the opportunity to get out of their harnesses and enjoy the beauties of zero G. Let's wait to listen. And there you can see a clean separation between the capsule and the booster. And there you can see the capsule from the top of the booster. They are continuing their ascent over the Carmen line. You'll know when they hit apogee when the speed hits zero. And there they are, over 328,000 feet, over 100 kilometers. Welcome to space. The newest astronauts on board our crew capsule.
And there they are. They have hit, just about hit their apogee at about 351,000 feet. And while we don't have apogee, I can just imagine Jackie, they are having the time of their lives. Thank you again, everybody, for joining us live from West Texas. So far, a nominal flight for our second human crew. So exciting, Jackie, to have sent Captain Kirk himself, William Shatner, to space. I cannot wait to hear his commentary upon return, as well as our two customers, Chris Bosshausen from Australia, to all the fans tuning in from uh, down under. A big shout out to you guys, as well as Glenn DeVries and our very own Audrey Powers. They are coming back home. The booster, of course, is going to beat the capsule back home. It is more aerodynamically shaped, of course, at the base of the, the capsule. It's kind of a, a blunt end, so it's less aerodynamic. What we're going to see coming up shortly is at the top of the rocket, we have the ring fin. The, uh, the, there is uh, some what we call the pie fins that extend from the ring fin, uh, as well as the drag brakes. The, the, uh, the pie fins, the wedge fins, help stabilize the vehicle, uh, like kind of like the feathers at the back of an arrow. And then uh, you will also see the drag brakes. And as you mentioned, Jackie, it cuts the velocity dramatically. There you can see the wedge fins are out. Here we see the descent. We are going to expect the BE-3 engine to relight just at about 3,600 feet or about 1,200 meters above ground level. Let's wait for that now. The drag brakes have deployed. And here we come, New Shepard. human crew. Wow, I, I, that gets me every time we do this live down here in Texas. The sonic boom is so cool. Drag brakes are folding back in, as have the wedge fins. 
just looks like you could uh, fuel her up and go again. What do you think, Jackie? And even when you know to expect the sonic boom, it still catches you off guard every time. Talk about a rumble, a beautiful sight of our new Shepard rocket there in the West Texas desert. But of course, the show is not over. The capsule is descending. We are waiting for first the drogue break, excuse me, the drogue chutes to deploy. Those are very much like the guide parachutes. They will subsequently be uh, followed by the uh, the main parachutes that will fully that will full, first reef and then fully inflate. And there go the drogue parachutes. And here come the mains. Whew, what a flight. <laughs> you can already start to hear the cheers from outside the, our, uh, our stage here in West Texas. I just threw a piece of fog cola. Actually, the lot look out the window, Audrey. Oh, yeah, yeah, I see it. I can't see the boost, so where is it? Oh, it's on the cover. It's going to rotate. I want to find that fog and take it home. How about that, guys? How about that, guys? That was unlike anything they described. All right, we, we, got, <laughs> we got less than a thousand feet. All right. Great. Let's stay on. And here comes our crew back into the desert. Everybody. Newest astronauts, 596, 97, 98, and 99. <laughs> That's unlike anything you'll ever feel. Well, ever feel Stand by touchdown. Stand by touchdown. Stand by touchdown. And capsule touchdown. Welcome back. The newest astronauts, Audrey Powers, William Shatner, our customers, Glenn DeVries, and Chris Poshausen. What a day for you. Welcome back. I cannot wait to talk to them, Jackie, and just get what they experienced up there this morning. What a clean and beautiful flight from the rocket for our astronauts. What an absolutely stunning flight. And I also loved hearing that audio of them on their way back about how this experience was for them. And I can't wait to hear their stories. Well, you, you heard William Shatner say, this is like nothing. I've ever experienced before. So coming from a man who in has experienced space who for has decades. gone warp speed and traveled the entire intergalactic universe. <laughs> this was like nothing he's ever seen before. What a day for our astronauts. So now our team is preparing KCJJ landing safety JJ weather, operations brought to and you by Plum astronauts. Supply. Plum Supply kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so beautiful.
It is going to be cloudy with scattered showers and thunderstorms likely today. Uh, there could be one or two strong storms. The overall severe risk is relatively low, but we'll definitely keep an eye on things. Uh, heavy rain possible. We could get a half inch or more of rain here through the day today. The rain will end and will gradually clear out by late this afternoon. Tonight, partly cloudy 50. Tomorrow, partly cloudy cooler 68. Showers tomorrow night, cooler Friday, high of 60. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Temperature now 57. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. Yeah, we're back. We are. Hogfanatic.com. William Shatner, <laughs> oldest guy in space. Yeah. Wow. Tyler Linderbaum, a semifinalist for the Lombardi Award. Very nice. He's going to oh, be the cool. semifinalist for a few awards. Yeah. He, he may win the Outland Trophy this year. He might. He seriously S- might. Especially if Iowa keeps yeah. winning. I mean, centers don't win it very often, but no. they do. So that'll be interesting to see. So okay. are we going to hear from Shatner? There was, yeah. I was told they were going to call in right around 10 o'clock. Yeah. If they do, uh, we're it's here. Around, yeah. we're God here. will hear from Shatner. There okay, go. we're going to get uh, <laughs> Saturday for the game. We have a high of 62, and then it's going to get cold, but this yeah. will be overnight <laughs> down to 41. It's going to get cold for the homecoming parade Friday. Yeah. Friday night, it's going to yeah. be like down to 40. Yeah. Mid-October. So, yeah. Yeah. We've been pretty fortunate. Oh, we've been. God, the weather's been amazing. It really has been. I mean, yeah. this football season, it's been a non-factor for half the season. And it's not going to be a factor Saturday, it doesn't sound like. So are we waiting for Shatner, or what are we? <laughs> no, we'll go on, and when I see Shatner. But what if what if they do call in, and will you have make them wait through Shatner? Uh, no, God, I, is he that I can, powerful? I can stop. I can stop the uh, recording. Hunter I recognized that I needed water, and he got me water. Yeah, it's very nice of him. This is how he waits on you. It yeah. was like that scene in Ben-Hur. Yeah. Tried to give Judah Ben her water and <laughs> slapped it out of the person's hand. God, I feel like Captain. Just get people waiting on me hand and feet. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Um, well, that is pretty cool. No, that that's yeah, but I mean, I'm, it's neat, I'm re- but it's not. It's not Iowa-Purdue on Saturday. We haven't talked anything about Iowa-Purdue. No, we haven't. Really yet. Now, what if uh, Shatner comes out and fakes an injury? <laughs> <laughs> well, I... Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. I'm not sure what to say on that one. I guess I would I wait and see what Kirk says. What if he did do that and then Ferentz rips him after yeah, se- after the Purdue that'd game? That would be great. What if Purdue just starts? Like every after every play Saturday, some one of their players is down. I don't recall Iowa ever doing that. No. I just don't. No. And I haven't seen Michigan State's done it against Iowa. You remember We've when they've seen it. Yeah, D'Antonio. LSU. LSU. D'Antonio D'Antonio's teams had a habit of doing that at times yes and obviously franklin's teams did too especially since they had de- had code names for their for their certain ways they were going to do it so what was it turtle no scuba and and turtle yeah something like that yeah kirk had it in his quote so but it's and penn state fans obviously are mad but saturday's game i think i was going to win i know purdue's won three out of the last four and i think there's been times where purdue has won when iowa maybe is the better team i just think the gap's bigger this year i think Iowa's playing really well right now and purdue 
I mean, Kirk was raving about Jeff Brom and the offense yesterday, and rightfully so, I get it, but they've also scored 26 points combined in the last two games, 13-13. and 13. Mm-hmm. Beat Illinois 13-9, to nine, lost at home to Minnesota 20-13. to 13. This is not a great team. No. Iowa I, should win this game. If our defense is all that, we should win this game pretty, pretty solidly. I pick, I'm picking, I think I picked 28-10, 28-14, something like that. I, I, I mean, Purdue's defense is okay, but I would be surprised if Purdue – can do a lot offensively with this Iowa defense based on how they played in the last two games. I mean, Minnesota's defense is pretty good, but Illinois is it? They had 13 points against Illinois. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I mean, we've all seen it. Better teams have lost to worse teams. Oh, without, we've seen it happen with we, Iowa and Purdue. They, absolutely. I'd say maybe two of the last three games, you could argue Iowa had the better team. Yes, yeah. And Purdue found a way. What what Jeff Brown's really good at is exploiting matchups. Remember when he just continually t- attacked Riley Moss his freshman mm-hmm. year over and over, and they scored and they won, and he's really good at doing that. But there's just some... Well, and have, then he replaced him, and they did it again. Yeah. And, yeah. They don't have great <laughs> running backs right now. They don't have great quarterback. David Bill's really good, but it, you need more. Hello. Hey, uh, I'm ask your opinion. What would you think if if Kentucky would beat Georgia this weekend and we beat Purdue? Do you think there's a chance we'd move up to number one? Well, of course. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a really good chance. <laughs> I would say almost 100%. Almost 100%. Okay, I didn't know if you thought they'd put Cincinnati or one of those other No, they wouldn't. No, there, Cincinnati would not jump over Iowa. If no. Iowa wins and that happens, Iowa would be number one. Okay, so yeah, I see that that game's the same time that Iowa's game mm-hmm. is. So crazier yeah, things have happened, but pretty good. I would be stunned if Kentucky won at Georgia. Me too. Oh, I, I would too, but they're they're playing pretty deep. No, they are. So I you mean, never know. You can't. I mean, six and zero is not easy. <laughs> no, you never know. No, you're right. You're right. That's why they play yeah. them. Yep. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks. thanks. You know, I'm looking at this capsule. And you're right. They just got, you know, whereas NASA, they come out and it's like a whole staff of people. These guys look like they're just like, you know, maintenance guys. You'd find can't it. we assume that? Yeah, just a tech- second. Well, we got to get some more coffee. We'll, uh, but we'll open you up. technology? They've eliminated a lot of human jobs just with technology, can yeah. you assume? I... They're putting uh, they're putting uh, stairs up to the capsule. What are they? And... They're pulling on this rope. So did women go up with him? Was it him yeah. and a bunch of women? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think they did the Mile High Club thing <laughs> with a ninety-year-old William Shatner? <laughs> I was going to say, but I can't. I can't go any further with this. I want to, but I can't. Legit question. <laughs> but but I mean. It's really not very impressive, is it? <laughs> no, they're yanking on a rope here to try to open something. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not impressive Remember at all. Remember the capsule that landed in, in Gilligan's Island? <laughs> yeah. Kind of similar to that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Except uh, a little more impressive on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Okay, now we're yeah. sitting here okay, watching two TV. Thumbs up. No- <laughs> two thumbs up, so it looks like they got her open. Yeah. More cars are arriving. Shatner's probably thinking, why couldn't we land like in the hotel parking lot? Why do we have to be out here? <laughs> Let's go to a casino. <laughs> now we're watching this when we're on radio. And Shatner. Talking. Yeah. William Shatner. 
Spaceman. They won't interview him out there, will they? They'll take. Yes. Him. Oh, they're oh, going to yeah. interview him right up oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, when they're they gonna, interview, they're going to interview. Uh, him. They must not be calling in. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, they were calling in at ten o'clock, but well, we will just continue on without him. You think that's it? Could yeah. be. That might be. You think there's a lot of how many? What do you think the ratings oh. are for? You think there's tons of people? Uh, yes. You really do? Yes. Yes. More okay. than the first time. Because I'm not sure how much I'd be watching it if I wasn't with you guys right now. Well, to me, Shatner is far more compelling than Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Oh, well, yes, I agree with that. Yeah. I didn't. The Jeff Bezos one, and who was the guy before him? Uh, Richard Branson. Uh, Branson. I watched a little bit of that, and then I got. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And it, to me, it's not really space. <laughs> well, it isn't when it, it is. when it only takes like four minutes. Yeah, and they're. I only... mean, you know, it really isn't. I mean, you're yes, you're in space, but hello. Yeah, hey, I sent uh, Bradman out there with a cell phone. He should be up in a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Who? We had... Did you say Bradman? Yes. We had Shatner. Uh, we interviewed him when he was at Riverside for, for Trek Fest. How long ago was and, that? Oh, God, a long time ago. And uh, the cell service there was awful. And I actually, I said, uh, Mr. Shatner, could you hold the phone up higher? And then I was told by uh, by people from Trekfest he was holding it above his head and he and, <laughs> and far he away was, from his mouth he was yelling into the phone. He had it on that would be pretty funny. And he was that is yelling. funny. Was he a nice guy to deal with? Real nice, super nice. I wonder if um, you think was Leonard Nimoy nice? They were yeah, they were both nice. I mean, Shatner had a reputation. For, you know, both of them had a reputation for being difficult or whatever, but they like kind of high maintenance. They were, yeah, they were friends, you know, throughout their whole life, and uh, and he is okay, right? You've seen him, yeah. Well, I, yeah, they're not carrying anybody right out. There? No, but they did just get the door open, yeah. so the the he's, he's, he's over there. Get me the hell out of here! He's pounding on the door. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, take us home, Mister yeah. Sulu. Meanwhile, the females are exhausted. <laughs> and they're, they're dressing themselves. <laughs> I was going to say that earlier, but I didn't have the nerve. But, but you kicked the door open, so I may as well walk yeah, in. Here they're coming out. <laughs> it's like we have a guest right. today's show. There's Audrey Powers. A big hug from her sister, <laughs> Captain Kirk himself, the great William Shatner. <laughs> Our customer, Chris Bosshausen, the first full Australian citizen to go to space and back. And Glenn DeVries. Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, my God. Some big hugs from their loved ones. In a way, it's indescribable. I love it. That's what I thought. You have to work on it. It's so hard to describe. You have to work on it because not only is it different than what you thought, it happens so quickly. Well done. First time. Well you know what my, my the impression I had that I never ex expected to have is you're shooting up. Oh my God. Give me this new bottle. Come here. I want one. I want to hear this. Here. You want a little of this? Okay. 
champagne showers have begun. Smiles all around. William Shatner taking in the moment clearly. You know, that's great. How much do uh, they said their customers? How much do the people pay uh, to go up there? Those the Australian guy and the other person. Do you have well, any idea? Hundreds, of, hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. And I imagine. I think like five hundred thousand. I imagine Shatner was uh, oh, gratis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I imagine. Yeah, and there was somebody else that was gratis, but then the other two paid like uh, yeah half a million dollars. I read a story where they're trying down the road. Their hope is to make it a a tours type thing for yeah. and have it be as low as eighty five thousand dollars to do it. Yeah. As low as eighty five. For four minutes? I mean, that's most people can't afford that. No. And I certainly, if I had eighty-five grand, that would not be where I would put it. No. But no. If you got it and you can afford it, I mean, some people are no. fascinated by that stuff. I'm just glad he made it. Like I said, my worry is that he was going to die up there, but he made it. He's now he's back hugging women. Things yeah. are, he's, he's he's back home. <laughs> You notice he lands two minutes. Who was that young woman? That, I don't, is, that his, I don't know. is that his wife? No. Okay. His pants are buckled. He's got a yeah. double, good. He's got a double date with Dennis Quaid tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> Back to football? Please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're about shattered out, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Not much else to say. Yeah. So are you worried at all about this weekend? Um. I, I'm really not, not really. Which just, is, which I mean, is I, I do think we should win this game, and it doesn't mean we're gonna. I'm not as worried, and it's as much to do with Purdue as Iowa. To be honest with you, I just maybe they will reach deep and have some type of effort that we haven't seen. But I've watched them play two or three games. I have too. I mean, it's not very good, and I haven't been impressed. No, I mean David Bill can only do so. He can have ten catches Saturday, and they'll still could lose. No, for sure. And uh, the the uh, the big unknown always is turnovers. And if Iowa turns the ball come, becomes a turnover machine, then yes. of course we can lose. And injuries. And injuries. I mean, if let's say Spencer goes down early in the first quarter, how confident are you in Padilla? Uh, well, we haven't seen much of him, so we don't. But not not very. So yeah, there's a lot of things that could happen. But if it's if it's played under normal circumstances and both teams play close to their potential, Iowa should win by two touchdowns. Yeah, or more. And so we'll see. What is the the last line I saw was twelve and a half. Twelve and a half that... is the line that's been pretty consistent. So and I. Um, Let's see. I haven't done my picks yet. I'm either going to do tw- I'm going to probably do like 28-13, so I'll have them covering. And I just Jeff Brom has had 2 weeks to prepare. I mean, that's true. Kirk did say that that helps, but to me at some point it comes down to the X's and the O's and the Jimmy's and the Joe's. You've heard that one, Captain? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> at some point it comes down to that. Yeah, well. I would say uh I'd say th- uh, 34 uh Fourteen. Mm, you're, you're talking a drubbing. Yeah. Yeah. Those could be some of our future astronauts, and you're you're saying, <laughs> not here, folks. Uh, no. I think thirty-one seventeen. Okay. He did, he said, "Yeah, I'm an astronaut. A small a double s." <laughs> Isn't he now an astronaut? Now that he's done this, isn't that kind of technically? You, which technically. I don't I don't get that. Do you? No. That seems kind of silly. You fly out of a capsule for. Four minutes, and all of a sudden you're an astronaut. Well, and they didn't do anything. I mean, he's not a technician. No, it's I not mean, like he's collect- not. It's not no, like they he just t- shoots you up and down. It's, it's just- not like he collected rocks or anything on the no. moon. No, I was, was going to say something. Can no. we continue with the theme about him being a woman? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a rock, he collects like a, 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 a 
a bra. <laughs> he comes out with bra. <laughs> See, and that was really fun. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say, and you said it. <laughs> Just been beating that thing to death. But it's funny. It is funny. All right. God, all right. Say something else because I can't stop laughing. He's got one around his neck. I'm trying to get you guys a definition here. Of what? Astronaut. Oh, okay. Have you seen that movie with Billy Bob the Astronaut? Where he builds his own capsule, Billy Bob. I think it's Billy Bob Thornton. He builds his own yeah. capsule and flies. Okay, into space. Yeah. yeah. It was different. It was a little. I mean, it was, it was different. Hello. Uh, hey, I had a question. I was wondering if uh, if you thought that Iowa would make the playoffs still if they lost this week and then ran the table and beat say Ohio State in the Big Ten championship. I mean, I think there's a chance. Probably. I think there's a chance now more than I have before, but a lot will depend on what goes on with Georgia, Alabama. Georgia will make it over Iowa if they both have one loss. Alabama will make it over Iowa if they both have one loss, would be my guess. Okay. But that might be all. Ohio State would make it over Iowa, but there's no way that Iowa and Ohio State can both have one loss. That's right. And I don't believe sure. Well, yeah, there is. If Iowa runs the table and then loses to Ohio State, Ohio State will be in before Iowa. Yes. So, yeah, I could. there's a way that Iowa could not make the playoff with – one loss, but there also are ways that Iowa could make the playoff with one loss. And would you say that Cincinnati is only in if they're undefeated? Yes. Absolutely. Yes, without question. How about Oklahoma? Um, well, if Oklahoma, it, well, a lot will depend on how the polls play out for Oklahoma and Iowa with both one loss. That would be interesting. I, I, it's easy to sit here and say that Iowa, but, man, you know when they're sitting in those boardrooms – Talking this stuff, Oklahoma's going to be more appealing than Iowa, don't you think? Sure, because they pass the eyeball test. Yes, they pass the eyeball test. They're more fun to watch on offense, and they are Oklahoma. So Iowa does not want to be in a situation where they're in a a contest to get in with Oklahoma and both have one losses. Sure. All right, thanks very much, guys. Yep. Okay, now here, this is interesting. Here's the definition of astronaut, okay? An astronaut is a person trained, equipped, and deployed by a human spaceflight program to serve as a commander or a crew member aboard a spacecraft. That does not describe Jeff Bezos or William Shatner. No, it does not. Or Richard Branson. So technically, they are not astronauts. No, they're not. But that's the label. Space traveler? That's more like a space traveler. Space traveler. But they're giving them that label, though. They're saying that they're astronauts. Once you go up in space, you achieve this astronaut status. Well, I I don't think so. It doesn't match. I think it was CNN that was saying that, and it doesn't make any sense. They were arguing about it. Yeah, no, Whether they're you not are astronauts. or you're not. Let's go space traveler. That's fine. Yeah, I think that's more accurate. For four minutes. Yeah, and I'm not accurate. knocking it. I think, it's, I think it's, it's progress. It's great. And maybe it will be the next frontier for tourism and stuff. And maybe people will be taking trips to the moon and what have you down the road. Well, 85,000, I mean, that's, that's, that's doable, doable for some people. Doable for many people. But for mostly. Most people it is not. Most people it's not. Unless it's a huge priority for you, something that you're really interested in. Well, I'm not that interested. No, nor am I. You're you know, more interested in landing on the moon or Iowa making the playoffs? Iowa making Iowa the playoffs. Iowa making the playoffs. Oh, for right. sure. All right. Yeah. All right. What are yeah. you looking up, Captain? you getting ready to give us some information? No, not at all. What are you looking up? I was just 
posting. Uh, oh, you're you sexting with someone? Sex, yeah. With William Shatner. Shatner, I got his number. <laughs> asking for tips. <laughs> he, he said uh, the four minutes he was up there, <laughs> three more than he needed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so <laughs> he is ninety. <laughs> Would you laugh if, like, his first five scheduled interviews are with AON? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, what yeah. is it? One America News. <clears throat> One America yeah. Network, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, they broke. One America down. News Network. CNN went like to the headquarters of it. Of OAN. Yeah. For what? To show that it's not a real. News network. Well, how do you? I mean, it's a studio in a warehouse. It's a studio. They don't have any. They don't have any uh, bureaus. Or isn't that amazing though? What social media can do to make yeah. something seem bigger than it really yeah. is. And that happens to people on social media too. Yeah. No, I figured. So they're literally just in a warehouse. They're in a warehouse. How many listeners do they have? Do we know? Not very many. They're I read only on like six hundred thousand. They're only. I don't think so. And I read WGN was getting like 35,000 listeners at night. Uh, it's gone down. That's not even like Prospect Heights. That's not even Park this. Ridge. I know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, no, they went down to 27 the last. They're, I mean, they, I don't, they they're can't throwing st- all this money, and it's not. Well, it, it'll have to end at some point. I would think. Man, I used to love that channel. Yeah. That I was mean, one of my, you remember which when one? W- WGN. Uh, WGN, oh yeah. Oh, I used to love it, man. They had everything you would want. And now well, and they had the Cubs. They had so the Cubs. Watched, they had Bozo. They had Andy Griffith at one point, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. Everybody did. Uh, yeah. Andy. So did TBS. And- well, back in the day, yeah, TBS and WGN were yeah. super stations. Yeah. Yeah. But, hey, I know. I hope I didn't bother you guys when I called in yesterday. about Because I know you had said something. But I was just, as far as the, the stuff that was happening on the field, the nice thing is I haven't heard a ton about that. And maybe, but it was it was depressing. Gotcha. It was depressing to get that Twitter sent to me, and you it's, got it too. Yeah, I just don't understand why that would be on anybody's mind at that moment. Because there's people that just have this is they're fixated on it. it Sports really is supposed is, to be an escape. It's seriously a cult. I mean, it seriously is. People are fixated on it, and they can't. It's I don't know. It got to be so depressing. I mean, seriously, it got to be so depressing to me uh, last week. I, I go home, you know, I'm doing this from 5 o'clock on, listening mm-hmm. to this crap, and I go home, and I can't get it out of my brain. Mm-hmm. I used to watch news on TV. I'd love news channels. Can't do it. I can't do I'm it. I'm the same way. I used to uh, love watching news. I mean, it just, it's just, I don't know. It's extremely depressing. And it isn't going to get any better. And I thought to myself, you know, I, if I'm handling it like this, I'm forcing this crap on my listeners. And I just want to have a little bit of fun in the morning when I can. I I'm mean, with you. Yeah. You know, so I mean. Well, and there's more fun to listen to also. Well, that's, yeah. I, well, yeah, it just is. You can only say it so often yeah. how terrible it is. And then, you know, and it falls on. You know, 25% of the population of deaf ears. deaf ears. Yeah. You know, and then 75% of us are going, what the hell happened to them? Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, it just gets. Social media is great in a lot of ways, but I wished I hadn't seen that. I would have been just better off yeah. not knowing that happened, to be honest with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how I look at it. 
And like I said, I'm still amazed that that would be on the minds, of, especially young kids between the ages of 20 and 30. Why would that be on your minds? I mean, I hardly ever thought about politics at that age. I mean, it just... I, mean, I had to. We had to. Mm-hmm. Because there were so many assassinations. Yeah, exactly. Well, plus you had the Vietnam War yeah, when you were in we high school. we had all that crap. I mean, you had a so draft. We, I mean, So guys, we, we had to think about good. it. But I hadn't thought about it after that. I didn't even really, you know, I didn't think about Nixon. I really didn't. You did know. you like Dan Aykroyd's version of Nixon? Yes. I did. I got a kid. I mean, I didn't think about that crap. I thought Dan Aykroyd was one underrated of, on Saturday Night One Night. of the biggest thrills I got is right after Johnson got out of office. The first place he was at was in West Branch. The first Lyndon Johnson? Agreement. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He dedicated the library. Did you meet him? Yeah. And it was, and I was... I Was he big? Celeb- was he tall? Yeah, oh, really yeah. I thought tall. I remember he was a yeah, big man. Big dude. But, you know, I don't... You know, celebrity doesn't do anything to me. Mm-hmm. I've only been nervous around, like, two people, and he was one of them. Well... Yeah. I mean, it just... Yeah, because, I mean, Jesus, it's a prayer. Trying, you know? trying to think... Of, would you, you would have been nervous around Evie. Yeah. Evashevsky? Yeah. He would have kicked your I, ass. He he, I don't think so. I, he would have been nervous. Would, he, would Evie have been mean? To, would Evie have liked Captain? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Did you, did you even stop to think no. about this? No. <laughs> Would Evie have liked the Hawk Fanatic segment? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> no, he'd say, what's this? He'd be at Brooks's. Yeah, what's Brooks, this? Yeah, Bob Brooks is listed one day. <laughs> Tommy's in the car with Rob. And they put on, you know, we're doing the, or Tommy is. Tommy and I are doing the police reports. And Rob said, and his dad goes, what the hell is this? <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Evie would have. I don't think Evie would have been no. a fan of our show. Do no. you think he would have come on if he was the Iowa coach? And we, were, I think Iowa oh, yeah, would have talked, and we would have behaved because we would have all been scared to death, right? Oh, probably no. We would have. I would have been. Ner- I, I was nervous the one time I met Evie, and and he was like in his eighties. It was at the Hall of Fame, and I interviewed. Him. I was nervous when I shook his hand, I, and he was old and not near as big as he used to be, and I was still just petrified. I was a little bit nervous when Hayden came in. Were you? I was nervous the first time I met Hayden. Because, you know, I mean. I was like 15 the first time I met Hayden. Yeah, I was a little nervous, but I. I enjoyed talking to Hayden. Oh, he was great. I mean, he He took that nerve away, though, right away. Just he was pretty down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what got me is I did a bit on the air where where I talked about him. You know, he didn't like one of our comments or something, and he went to the back of his car. We were at the same gas station and took out a tire iron. You know, <laughs> and I got back and look, and that's what I said. And then he comes in here. I don't expect him. You don't expect, you know, I don't think of these people listening to us. No, not really. No. And he comes in and that's the first thing he starts with. He goes, if this doesn't go right, I'm going out to that car and get that tire iron. You think Kirk listens? <laughs> uh, no. It's on in the family. But From time to time. Yeah, well, he's probably. working. During the, yeah. they, they have practice. I am on at five. They practice. They're I pretty. Think they get up in the morning and they turn this thing on. I, they're first they're thing. pretty much locked in over there from about I, six to eleven every day. I think that five o'clock. You think they have you? And, you five. think they have you guys on in the background? Like I the think what show? I'll tell you exactly what happens. They got the kids in the the big uh, yeah. meeting room waiting to be addressed by the coach, and, and he says, "I'll be out in ten minutes as soon as the police reports are done." <laughs> that's what they do. I'm pretty sure. I'm guessing that's probably all right. All right, you're right. You're I right. gotta listen to Ed Hardy. That 
That Weller guy called him a pussy. I got to check this out. <laughs> but no, they are. I mean, they're pretty much locked in. Yeah. We get them. We get the players on Tuesdays at eleven o'clock, when, and they're all. When we did a remote from uh, Gable's house, Coach Gable, uh, we got there to set up. Yeah, and we told him, well, you know, we've got to we go on at five. We got to set up at round four. So, yeah, no problem. We got there at four, and they were already running. Well, yeah, he was probably I mean, already had worked out yeah. for two hours. Oh yeah, no, they were they, they were running. <laughs> Could you imagine that? No, yeah. no, I'm, dre- I'm dreading going for a walk today. <laughs> I wouldn't today. It's gonna. Well, if it doesn't, if it stops raining, I don't. This is gonna great. go off and on. This is great weather, though. Yeah. I mean, the no. Wop- Wopsy and I had a short walk this morning. Well, I had my back issues. I went for a walk yesterday for the first time in like three or four days, and I could feel it. I hadn't, because I, you know, about every four or five years, I do something to my back for, for like three or four days. It just spasms. Yeah. It's finally now, finally going away. I never know what it is that I do, and it always goes away, but man, it makes it, I, it, a couple of days I couldn't stand upright. Well, Lily, Lily heard the rain and wouldn't get up. Yeah, wouldn't get up. So what, did she just pee on the pee no, she does no, not she'll like... go out and pee on the deck. She does not like thunder. Yeah. No dog does. Yeah. She really I hates mean, it. both of my dogs, Lakota used to go down to the end of the hallway and grow up into a little ball and and lay there right next to the guest room where nobody goes into. He'd do that all the time. He Lily would. doesn't really care. Lily That's hasn't rare. reacted to that I, for some reason. They don't like fireworks either. Oh, um, no. Barry was, he didn't care for it, but he didn't. Uh, Rudy that I had, he hated thunder. You know what else they don't like? It's like when the smoke detector or the carbon monoxide yes. batteries start going up. That be that be. Oh, that sound. drives Wopsy crazy. That used to drive Buddy crazy. Yeah. He would he would cry to let me, and then I um I'd open up the door for him, and he'd go running outside. I think it just kills their eardrums because they've got such good hearing. That drives me nuts when the batteries and the smoke detector start going out. Oh, I know, I hate it. It's it's annoying. I've had to replace three or four of them here in the last month. Yeah, it's just annoying. So, um, well, I guess they're not calling in. Now we do. I guess they're not. 9.15 Friday, we'll have Quinn early on. Yeah. He's the Grand Marshal, which I think that's a good choice. He's got a lot to talk about, and um, we'll have him on at 9.15. I set that up through, I think it was his agent, uh, um, some people that um, represent him, because he's, you know, he's busy doing stunts in movies. Stuntman. No, yeah. No, he's. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood hasn't been on for a few days. Do you know where it went? uh I think it's finally. I think. I think it's finally ran its course. I haven't seen. I well, last night we went to uh, Davenport have their. Uh, uh, did you go school, to Rudy's Tacos? School band extravaganza. No, you did not go to Rudy's Tacos. No, I ate a lot of Rudy's Tacos when I lived there. I see. I like. I've Rudy's. never had yeah. Rudy's Tacos. It's it's kind of. Would you say similar to Shakespeare Tacos? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not like Senior Cactus or. Or look, know, no, it's not. No. They're solid. They're okay. Yeah. But um, I just thought it was neat. There's this big, that's kind of the Quad Cities answer to Tasty Tacos, right? Yeah. They're not as good as Tasty Tacos. I'm biased. But it's just a regular taco. Yeah, see, Tasty Tacos aren't a regular. Have you, you haven't had, had a Tasty Taco. No. Have you had Perez Family Tacos yes. yet? Oh, many times. Did you like them? Yes. They're a smaller version of Tasty Tacos with a little different seat. Oh, I love them. Uh, Tasty and Perez are my, Tasty, Perez, and Luria are, and Street Tacos are my favorite tacos. And I could, I could eat tacos Every day, all day. That yeah, could be love one, tacos. That's one food I could... I'd get sick of pizza. I'd get sick of fried chicken. I would never get sick of... I'd never get sick of tacos. Good tacos. Yeah. What's something you would never get sick of that you could just eat every day? Uh, oh, I eat crap from the callers. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> do some, that every day. What's something you could just eat every? Could you do a steak every day? Could you do pizza every day? I could do I, pizza every I day. I could do pizza. I mean, for a time. I mean, not. Well, I don't know about every day. Yeah, I don't row, know about I could probably day. go tacos for a, a stunningly long time. You know, we had this. We had this advertiser for a very short time. Restaurant? Uh, no, it was a diet plan, and it was <laughs> oh, Seattle Sutton. Seattle Sutton. Seattle Sutton, and they good she came in, and she started pushing her stuff, and you eat this meal in the morning, and then, and then I said, but you know, but you can have uh, you know Thanksgiving. And she goes, no. And I goes, you can't have Thanksgiving? No. And just like that, right? Yes. And I said, well, what about Christmas? No. What are you supposed to have on those days? There's your meal. Eat her, yeah, eat oh, her it's meal the same plan. meal every day? Yeah, well, the same, you know, Seattle okay. Sutton. So no little, exceptions. No, and no I, exceptions. Then, and then it kind of pissed me off. He said, well, what about New Year's Day? Can you have a, a drink? No. I said, Valentine's Day. Can I give somebody? And I went through April Fool's Day, and she's getting—I mean, she's getting more pissed off. That would have been pretty and funny. More pissed it off. was, and she cut the interview and left here, and that was the end of the advertising. But how it, long ago was that? It pissed me off. Oh, <laughs> guy, we were in Corvallis, so probably ten years ago. Oh, but since I've been here, yeah, okay, ten, twelve years yeah. ago, it just pissed me off. I mean, <laughs> you should be able to take a day off. It's like well, exercise. Think it's like thanks. You can't have a Thanksgiving. No. I mean, I said, well, what about St. Patrick's Day? I brought up every holiday I could Halloween? think of. Halloween. Huh? Yes. Definitely Halloween. The candy. Yeah. How, was, she, was she an older? How old was she? Fifty. Was she yeah, in shape? About fifty. Was she in shape? She was yeah. a, a very slender Asian. Okay. Yeah. okay. So at least she's she just practicing got, what she preaches. She just was good. And the more matter she got. Uh, the, the more I pushed it. Oh, I can, I, I there's a shock, huh, Tom? Yeah, <laughs> just, real shock. <laughs> it just pissed me. It really did. It pissed me off. What about Thanksgiving? You, no. <laughs> and I, that's exactly the way. No. You know? I, you know, I, I'm not knocking all these diet plans, but it still comes down to what you put in and how much you burn. I mean, it's pretty simple. I yeah, mean, it's, it's real it, simple. It's real simple. It's yeah. not easy. And no, but you, when you go on a plan, those plans. Like Zoom or Noom. Noom, that's Noom. getting a lot of publicity. Zoom. When, when you go on these plans and then you accomplish the thing and you get off. Then you. Then, yeah, you, you bounce back. I don't know how many times I've tried and lost weight uh, and, you know. So do any of these plans yeah, also say, back. hey, while you're eating our stuff, you also have to walk three miles a day? Do any of them say that? or is They it just say strict? exercise. They do yeah. say exercise. Yeah. Yes. Or this plan won't work if you don't exercise. Yeah. Stuff. Okay, because they have to do it. And that's, but if you, if, you do, if you do that crap, I mean, you yeah. can't just, you know, it's like, and then you go to the grocery store and they got these lean cuisines with like. Oh, those are terrible. It's just like a salt mine. Salt mine. And, a, you, and they don't fill you up. Bit. The reason they're no. lean is because you don't get you anything. You don't get nothing. No, no, they're terrible. No, yeah, I can still frozen see, dinners are. Dry. I can still see her face. And, you know, is their company still what, in business? Is it? Is it really? Yeah, it, was it? Uh, it was Deb's account, wasn't it? Yeah. Deb wanted, oh, yeah, to, Deb wanted to kill me. Was she <laughs> paying good money? Yeah, kind of. And it wasn't so much that she said you couldn't have it, but she seemed angry you would ask that question. Yeah. That like was she was offended thing. you would even wonder that. Yeah. It's, and you didn't like that. 
No. <laughs> and I sat in the newsroom and laughed. So did you ask her like Martin Luther King Dad Day? Not laughing. Did you ask her like Martin Luther King Day, Columbus Day? Did you? I went through yeah. every freaking holiday. Oh, it was great. And she just kept getting madder and madder. That would have been. And then funny. That when I got to Fourth of July, I said, "Well, can you have a hot dog?" That's when she just ended the interview. Because I any, said, "Well, any, you can't." Well, what about Fourth of July? Can you at least have a hot dog? Did any fake callers call in? Huh? No. Well, how do you think she would have handled fake Ackerman? <laughs> not, not, not well. That would that that would have been good radio. That yeah, they been. are still going. Yeah. Have twelve hundred calorie a day plan, fifteen hundred calorie a day plan, vegetarian. That's two thousand a day. I gotta have two thousand, but that's why I exercise. I gotta have twenty five hundred, and then but then you exercise and burn. Well, my son uh, went on a plan that he's still on, and his certain things he eats and certain things he does not eat. But he gets three thousand calories a day. But if he burns, and he it, exercises. Yeah, then and that's he's, he lost. A tremendous amount of well, weight. You've yeah, seen, he's, he's in real good shape. Not to blow my horn, but you've seen me. Yeah. I've lost 40, yeah. and I still drink beer and still eat pizza and steak, but I walk five yeah. and six miles yeah. a day. And I don't drink as much pop as I used to. There's some things. I've but, been doing, I'm down to, this is the second Coke that I've But that has no today. calories in it. I know, but it, uh, it's still, uh, they say. Oh, I know, diet pop's not. Yeah. I've been actually told if I could do it in moderation water. that it's better to drink regular I've been drinking pop than, Culligan. Water. Culligan water. It's yeah. the best water out there, isn't it? It is the, absolutely the best. And hey, Culligan of, man. All, all of the water has stuff. That is that, an ad that just sticks in my head. Yeah. I grew up with that ad. Yep. Yeah. I mean, everybody did. It worked. Yeah. I mean, it really did. So, but I'm trying to think. Um, oh, big field hockey match Friday at 2 o'clock. I'm going to try to make it over there. Is that one versus two? Yeah, over at the field. And it's free admission. Um, I'm going to do my best. To, I, hopefully, I'll have everything done. I'd like to go over there and watch some of that, shoot some video. Happy Cat, why don't you just stick it? What's he saying? Why don't you bounce him? What, yeah, saying? get him the hell out. Yeah. What's he saying now? Uh, and continue to fat shame women. Yeah, get We're him out. We're not fat we shaming anybody. Just, we make just as much fun about ourselves as we do about you fat people. <laughs> we make fun of skinny people. We're fat people. Or yeah, skinny b- people. Bounce yeah. him. Yeah. Cancel culture. We're seeing it right here, right? Yeah, they want to cancel. Yeah, you're out. Our, uh, our fun. <laughs> Goodbye. No, I we listen. It's a thing that started years ago. Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm we fine. We were, I was joking. I, and, and we make fun of ourselves all the freaking time. So, I make fun of myself a lot, and it's yeah. easy. Yeah. I mean, it's easy to do. We are easy targets. Yeah. But no, if you can get out to that, they were they're trying to push, um, try to get some good fan support for that. They are fourteen and zero, ranked number one. And what's the weather supposed to be like Friday? Good, uh, pretty good, yeah. sunny and sixty. Okay, so no, this is perfect. This is perfect October weather. And you know, Karen will be out there Friday at two. Oh yeah, she'll be out there cheering yeah. on the field. And you know what? If you haven't seen field hockey before, man, they are going. All the time, full bore. They do, and I always worry that someone's going to get, get like hit in the head with that ball. I mean, it's amazing what they do. That ball's pretty hard. Isn't yeah, it? it is. You know, but they they somehow they make it work. And like we said before, Lisa Salucci has done an incredible job under what were tough circumstances. She's, I mean, they've ridden above all that stuff, and they're they're on a roll. They really are. I mean, field hockey's number one. Iowa's number two. Wrestling's going to be number one. You know, they are going to be preseason. Think about that. I mean, there's uh, a lot. Iowa of, women. Possibly top ten. I think they'll be in the top ten or right around. Yeah. They're somewhere between like eight and twelve. So yeah, there's a lot of. This could be a fun school year, and it's great having fans back. The women came out of the capsule smoking cigarettes. 
and and signing prenups. <laughs> I'd like to thank William Shatner for sort of being our guest today. Yeah, yeah. he's sort of been our guest. Kind of. An unscheduled, he's unpaid our, guest. He's our co-pilot. <laughs> what time is it? It's time. It's, it's, it is time. Yeah. All right. right. Uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It is free. <laughs>